This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss. Clever play on names there. Wow, we, yeah, know. we really came up with a good one there, huh? Really creative. Check out our sponsors, Direct Sound, Headphones, oh. and Moon Juice CBD by Jade Rabbit, which, fun fact, you can also use this CBD as makeup remover, as I learned right before the show. You really tried that? <laughs> yeah. Does it relax? Uh, also, your, you uh, can also use chapstick, little known fact. So anything that's... Uh, oil based. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. You know, when you're in a pinch. Nice. Well, which I usually am. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are in that pinch quite a bit. And then um, I've got. I'm just picking my own thing to, to sponsor this week. And it's Tea Tree, <laughs> tea tree Therapy Mint Toothpicks. You guys ever had these? I, I love them. Today I cleaned a bowl. What? That's. <laughs> no, one. dude. <laughs> These are great. I, I'm a habitual nail biter. So Same. Having these kind of keeps me away from the... The biting. We're both the, really, really bad about yeah, biting our horrible. nails. Um, I had fake nails for years and years. But it's hard to play gu- guitar with fake nails. I bet. I mean, right. it's okay when they're super short, but they're still like a fake nail is much thicker than your true nail. Yeah. So it's kind of a pain. Did you bite those? Was that like... No, it okay. completely stopped me from biting my nails. All right. So I didn't bite my nails and I'm very bad about it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, just all... I, I like to do the skin around my nails too. Yeah. So it becomes like a whole problem if I don't have uh, fake nails or if I'm not like taking care of my nails yeah. on a consistent basis. But yeah, for years it solved the problem. This year I... Uh, you know, with the whole quarantine thing, nail places shut down for a while, and since Damn. then I haven't been. Can't get I haven't that gone nails. back. Yep, me too. It's been pretty rough. So That's actually just, why uh, I have just, long uh, hair. No, actually, we. I think we just decided that this week, uh, we're just gonna have you do impersonations the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I don't think so. Why not? Which one? The John C. Riley. All right, first I want you to do. You have a good Trump impression. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. That's such low-hanging fruit. I can't <laughs> do, do it. that. I can't do that. All right, do John C. Riley. But my impressions suck, and Just that's why they're funny, though. Just do it. John C. Riley. <laughs> okay, now I want it's you to do... funny. Now I want you to do Chino from Deftones. Oh, my God. Do it. I saw the change in you. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually... Being put on the spot is horrible, right? <laughs> and you just did it. Yeah, well, I haven't had a chance to warm oh, up. Oh, that was okay? fantastic. I haven't had a chance to warm up. So this is this is like what um, your parents do after when they go and like get drunk after you go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is what's going on, right? Unless, a whole lot unless of Unless they're fighting. I thought you were going to go with something else. <laughs> <laughs> or doing that. It's a whole lot of cringe. <laughs> Sorry about Which, that. Which if you're a child, you may mistake that thing for fighting. If Maybe. you hear it happening, God, I, you know what? It, I don't, I don't like when I'm at like work or like a <clears throat> a a cordial environment and people make like sex jokes. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe I'm prudish or something, but I, I just really don't like it. You don't like it? No. Like when people that are <clears throat> older than me 
not going to name names, make sexual it innuendos. It could be your dad, right? No. No, of course not. Oh, okay. No. Definitely not him, 100%. You know, and not. it's just kind of like, I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't know why. Cheney, how do you um, feel? Well, I work with someone who's up here. So if he were to make a sex joke, it wouldn't really bother me. Yeah. I can see what you're talking. Yeah. I, I understand what you're talking about, though. It is jarring. In certain environments. In There's certain actually environments. a uh, King of the Hell Hill episode about that. Yeah. Well, he's a they ultimate get, <laughs> prude. They, they get this worker. I don't remember what his name was or anything, but, and he's like in there going like, that's what she said. And like humping people and doing silly stuff. And like, oh yeah, Hank just like can't take it. You know, he <laughs> shuts it down. It's not professional, man. Letting it, uh, so I'm letting out my inner Hank. That's what I'm saying. I really, I, I know what you Love mean Hank. though. There is something in uh, that kind of, there's a, there's a time and place, right? It's, it's like how earlier you were talking about how when people are eating, you hate when they make, okay. There was something earlier I was eating and you said, are you done eating? Because I want to say something that I think, <clears throat> you know, that I don't know if you oh, should be oh, eating yeah, during. And what did you say? I, I said that, um, th like when we go hit the road on, with the van, mm -hmm. uh, like getting a, <clears throat> like a portable, see, I don't even want to say it on the thing, but a, por a portable, <laughs> uh, squee squ squirty bidet, a bidet to squirt water up your bee hole. So that was like the big thing <laughs> that you were, I was expecting you to tell me something really disgusting. And I was like, okay, I'm preparing myself for this. I'm just not like a gross no, guy. But I, you know, that's not my thing. I'll, I'll say like, I'll say maybe offensive words, swear words and whatnot. No problem. But when it comes to like bodily stuff. Yeah. You're I'm very, you're really not that way. Not that way. It's very it's true. You're really not that way. And I have noticed that about you over the years that you, like if someone will say something to you that doesn't really gross me out, but you're eating, you'll be like, oh man. Yeah, I don't like that. That's that's definitely where your prude comes out is in talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder what, I always like to look back being the person I am. I'm like, what childhood trauma <laughs> led to that? Yeah, it's probably something there. There's got to be. Something there. Because it doesn't bother me. I mean, you could be talking about like someone getting slaughtered, murdered by, you know, and just like ripped apart from. That doesn't bug you. You can just. From like, mouth to. You could say that someone got gutted from yeah, mouth to anus gore? while I was eating and it yeah. would not bother me whatsoever. I don't know if gory <laughs> stuff really bugs me. It's more like intimate stuff. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. What's that? All right. Well, that's, that's the story of Naveen. Yeah, there good, we go. Good story. So write in to me on that one. <sighs> you know what I was uh, thinking about? What were you thinking about? So this week, you know, we've been talking about a lot of stuff this week, and I've just been thinking about how, like, when you go to make a decision, a drastic decision in life, or, like, when you do yeah. something that, and you're changing, you're kind of changing your life, right? Mm-hmm. Say you decide, say you're like overweight and you start working out a lot and you're, that's what you're dedicating your life to. People love to interject <clears throat> their opinions oh, on yeah. other people's oh life choices. Yeah. It's like, it's a thing. And it happens in art. It happens when you create something. Like I noticed 
it doesn't happen as much anymore than I notice, but well, maybe, maybe it happens every so often. But when we started the podcast, people were like, well, you should talk about this. And oh yeah, yeah. Talk about this on your, yeah, and yeah. do this. And it's like, oh, I didn't know you were a podcast expert. Thank you for that. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or I think it just comes from, and I've been trying to catch myself do this a lot. Cause I, I kind of talk a lot. Obviously we have a podcast and. It's we a talk. thing. This isn't just uh, an accident. Yeah, but uh, that's a, this is you know my playtime. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm allowed to do that. But I I have been noticing like when someone says something, a lot of the times people will just say something. They just want to say something in return. It doesn't instead of going like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, uh, and maybe asking the person more about it or trying to. Um, go a little more in depth, get a little more out of that person. They just want to say something <clears throat> that's just about themselves, right? Yeah. Oh, my friend did that, and da da da. So I've been trying to catch myself, like when somebody says something, and I have the jerk, like the knee jerk reaction to sort of say something about me. That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Not do it. I'm. I don't know if this is mm-hmm. a good relation, but I remember us specifically being in a conversation, and I'm not going to say who it was with, but we were. Um, with a friend who is going to have a baby. Another friend who we were with brought up a conversation about their friend yeah. who had gotten a random girl pregnant. Yeah, it was and, like a horrible and, story. And like a horrible story about how they thought he should get an abortion or she should get an abortion, like this whole story and just kind of shit on yeah, it's like- our, per- our, uh, our other friend's uh, very happy moment. Right. Because this person was really ex- excited about having a baby. Yeah. But the thing is, you um, don't know that you're doing it. You, you know, don't. It wasn't like, oh, I'm about to shit all over this guy. Yeah, it's great. No. You know? It's just, and it just comes out. People do it. And I, it, I think that a lot of it can be related back to perspective. Like you're saying, like, yeah, you want to say, oh, my friend did that. Or sometimes someone will be like, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, there's an I don't know or a yeah, what yeah. if. Yeah. attached and that it stems from that person's own doubts. Exactly. Or, or you take their scenario, like you, you take exactly like what they are going to do and then you run it through yourself. Right. right. And it's like internally you're like, well, I would never do that. So, and then your response is, oh, I don't know, dude. Da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, but that's because you wouldn't do it. You yeah. Know? You're not me. Absolutely. And I think that, it's really important to keep in mind when we're confronted with situations like that. And you're saying you're trying to get better about it. I'm trying, I tried to not do that as well. Unless someone specifically asks me for advice, I don't really need to offer my yeah. thoughts or feelings on their artistic or life endeavors because everyone is out there doing their thing. And, you know, we're all coming from different places. It's, we all have our own. Uh, things that we want to achieve in life. And it's very understandable that we don't understand each other's yeah. goals yeah. or points of view. Totally. It's impossible to walk uh, in someone else's shoes. Something we'll never do. Nope. I'm never going to know no. anyone else's inner monologue. That's fucking crazy. Do you ever think about that? I mean, I wonder what the sweet baby kitty is thinking a lot. I do I'm, too. I hope that she's all right. Or when yeah. I'm when I'm <laughs> driving on the highway, sometimes I just have this thought like, wow, there's so... I know this is such a, a normal thought, 
But it's like, wow, there are so many people passing me right now and I'm just never going to have anything to do with their lives or yeah. anything. It's really weird. But that's important. Okay. It's important to, like, it's okay, I think, to offer advice and to offer a helping hand and come from that point of view. But, like, to to tell someone that they should be doing something yeah, or yeah. to say you shouldn't do that. I think even though it's not coming from a place can be a toxic behavior because that's like a voice that gets in that person's head Yeah, and it can cause doubt. And, and you might be like, you might be changing another person's life by instilling that doubt in them. Damn. And I think that it, it's important to, encourage the people around us if they yeah. come up with an idea. Unless they're doing something really stupid. Unless they're doing something really dumb. <laughs> unless they've been like dating, uh, unless they're dating an abusive per person yeah, or there's something like really okay. crazy yeah. going on. There, There's a time and a place, just like we were talking about, you know? That, that's that's the thing. Like, I'm, It's thinking before you talk. Just kind of yeah. like say it in your head before you say it. And then sometimes I'll just be like, wow, I'm going to, I want to say this. And I just want to say it to, uh, to sort of bolster myself up. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that. You know? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not good at it. You know, Me like, either. I'm, I'm horrible I, at it. I, I mean, I, I catch myself. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm about to say something that is totally just to serve my ego. And then I say it. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, why did I say that? You know? Yeah. I think it's also important to not, <clears throat> to maybe try to learn or try to start to learn to not hold people to their pasts. You know what I mean? To not to not think that someone is incapable of change. Or to acknowledge that throughout time everyone changes. And, and the most simple way I can think of doing this is like with a band. If a band exists... Okay, Smashing Pumpkins. This is a really good example, I think. Smashing Pumpkins, I think that most people know them as being like a grunge band. That's probably how you would know them, right? Yeah, absolutely. The reality is that if you know any of Smashing Pumpkins' discography past the the stuff that everyone else knows, usually Siamese Dream, Melancholy, um, they're like this totally expansive band. Their live shows can be sometimes incredibly trippy. Uh, they just put out this record, Seer, that's like electronica-type stuff. They're, they're an ever-expanding band. If you're uh, if you're a band for 30 years, naturally your taste is going to change. A band like that where, you know, Billy Corgan is the main person in the main fixture, his taste is going to change. So of course the band is going to like ebb and flow according to the main person. So to sit and hold that band to who they were in the 90s, it's like, well, that's not who the band is. Yeah. And I think, and sense. with a person, that's even more so true. Because a band, you're packaging it, and it's like this thing that we can sell and and market and put out there to people. But with a person, it's like we're never, we change on such a constant basis, and we're evolving constantly. That's all that you can do as you grow older. So it's important to not hold people to, like, who they've been before now that's true that's true and and think that you know all of their everything that they do from this point forward should be based on maybe what they would have done 
before, who they were before, what kind of music they were playing before. Yeah. It's possible to change <clears throat> and to become a different thing and to... And that's what I, that's what I think we should focus on with people is what I'm saying. Like we should encourage our friends to grow and yeah, move yeah. forward and yeah. I guess and, what you're and saying, follow their paths. I guess what you're saying is instead of offer doubts, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, dude, that actually makes a lot of sense for you to do that. Yeah. You should do that. Offer Sick. encouragement. If, if they're like, hey, I'm going to start a podcast or whatever. I guess someone was really coming down on us for this podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one was coming. No, that's I know. Yeah, it didn't happen at all. But you know, it's just something that I've noticed with art and everything because both of us do a lot yeah. of different things. Yeah, I've also maybe you know, with that being said, sometimes I, I just don't announce what I'm up to. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, I do on the podcast because there's no one here to say anything to me about it. Yeah. But and it's just us yeah, talking. Like and in at work or something like that. I'm just like, no. Yeah. Hold this into myself. Honestly, at like, work, that's the number. I'm the yeah. least uh, opinionated at work. I'm just there to do a thing. Yeah. And, and, I, and sometimes. I don't need to battle the thing. No. 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 And sometimes it comes off like people will be like, oh, you're so humble. You know, and it's like, mm. I, d- I don't think I'm the most humble person. Yeah, I just. Oh, you're not. <laughs> I mean, just kidding. But I, I. Or am I? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think I'm not humble, and I don't think I'm extremely humble. I just think I'm realistic. Same. And so sometimes yeah. I just don't want to. I, I don't feel the need to uh, bolster myself up very often. To be honest with you. Yeah, which so can be you know, th- I think it's appropriate in certain. Times and places, but yeah. other times it's depending not. on how many beers I've had. Yeah, and uh, then it gets going. Right, but for me, since two point five drinks about, in. Uh, yeah, was it one? I think it was one point five. Really? Yeah, That's 1. I'm 5. a lightweight. Yeah. God. Our manager said that once Cheney has one point five cocktails. That's she, when I'm, uh, I'm in, at my prime. Wow, what a way to make an alcoholic! <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. It's like let's make this girl into an alcoholic. Yeah, before the uh, one point five. I haven't folded to that. Yeah, no, no. Um, Although I, I am mean, drinking does. a creamy Christmas martini right now. Well, the thing is, Chaney and I got up really early today, and we we have like <clears throat> a tidal wave of new plans, as usual. And <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, this is like a marathon today, right? Because right? we've been basically just going, just we drank coffee, and then we were just jet streaming ideas back and forth. That's what happens to us. We wake up. Naveen is the person to make coffee because honestly, it's freezing in our house when we wake up and he's assuming his husbandly duties and getting up before me and turning on the heater and feeding the cat. The The cat wakes wakes him up. Honestly, Naveen is the cat's favorite. I don't know why. I I don't know why. Cats just choose. I think she likes your your beard a lot. So yeah, she she likes both of us. Don't get me wrong. She loves us both, but she wakes him up. Yeah. Maybe Does she come to you in the morning ever? Yeah, after you get up. No, I know, but before me. No, I don't think so. Uh, she No, she just kind of lays on you. Like, you'll be laid on your stomach and she or on your side, and she comes and lays on top of your side, and yeah. then she'll just stare at me. It's the cutest alarm clock of all time. It really is. It's the best way to wake up. I'm always, like, happy. Although, when we first got her, it was, like, at, like, five. 
Yeah, she adjusted. And now it's she. She actually, I think, because I threw her. Off, I, I started at first. I was like, "Wow, she's so cute," and I'm all tired, and I would just like pet her and kind of go back to sleep. And then after a while, it would like she'd come in, and I'd just be like, "Yeah, go away." And then she'd come back oh, at like yeah. seven. Yep. And then I'd wake Test up. Her so now it's like it's pretty much spot on. Right before my alarm goes off, she's right there. This cat, I'm telling you, she's easily trainable. Yeah, she's it's amazing. It's insane. She's amazing. So today, what we want, we want her to be able to like go and on trips with us in the van yeah. if she if yeah. it can be a thing. So we're trying to do more van trips, maybe do some podcasts from the van. Yeah, that which would be cool. Do a little so, travel show, so go get food in other So we're starting to try to get uh, her to be in a harness or we thought we were starting to try to get her to be in a harness because I was like, this is going to take months to harness train this cat. And some cats just like won't do it. Yeah. So I spent all day yesterday researching harness training a cat and taking a cat in a van. And most of the people were like, we're really happy that we got our cat trained and are taking her with us or him with us. But they were like, there's no way that your cat's going to be down. They're going to act like their legs don't work from the beginning. It's it's done. You're kind of fucked. Like You're when tra- you put the vest on, they, mm-hmm. they just won't move or what? Yeah. They think... So this happened with our old cat. We put a vest on him and he just like toppled over. Yeah. And after posting this in my Instagram story today and getting a ton of messages from people saying that there's no way their cat will be in a harness because they just topple over... Shiva, we put a harness on her today and within she acted a little strange for maybe the first two minutes. Yeah. And then and then it was like no fucks given. She didn't even act like it was on her anymore. She was just running around and playing outside and doing her thing. So we left the harness on her all day. And I think I'm going to do that from or with her now from the time like she'll know that she has to have her harness on to go outside. Yeah. And it's pretty dang cool. man. It's amazing. uh, that would be super sick if we could go travel around and bring it with us. That like, would be really cool. Because it would also be cuddly. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd just be so nice. <laughs> She's really done a lot for me, man. I'll tell you what. I just yeah. enjoy having a little yeah. a little cat around. It feels like we've got like a, a family going. You know, it's like you said this. It's like playing house with a little cat. <laughs> <laughs> and when you don't want to pay attention to me, then I just go over to her and I'm like... <laughs> You are a needy. Uh, or if I'm like, entity. hey, you know, what's going on? Like, yeah. you know, like fucking with you or whatever. And then you're like, get away from me. And then I'll just run over to the cat and she doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> She'll lick your beard and fucking. That's exactly what she did, though. Like when I was trying to talk to you when you're doing your makeup or whatever mm-hmm. in the bathroom. And you're like, I, I, I need to do my makeup. Like, I just like ran over to the cat and like she was sleeping on the chair. And I just like hugged her and she started just like licking my beard. I was like, there we go. <laughs> that's so cute that's goddamn adorable she's a very cute cat but another thing i was going through uh when i was working on the van code name coco bolo haven't talked about it in a while code name coco bolo code name coco bolo actually (laughs) (laughs) okay so i was i actually um with my gopro i made a bunch of these videos almost not every step of the way but i've made a bunch of cool videos which i had no idea until today you started working on the van i think in april or yeah, may 
And was, I, had, I, I, I had no idea that you were a you were a secret wannabe vlogger. Yeah, I was vlogging until this yeah. today, this morning. No, when you were showing me all of them, and they were they're awesome. They're great. I so I don't know why, but I just sort of fucked it off, and then. Well, before that, I had the idea of when Entheos was on tour, I was like, dude, I'm going to make a vlog. You know, it's going to be the Entheos vlog. It's going to be a hit. And then uh, I actually made a bunch of like jingles. Because what, what what makes a good vlog, in your opinion? I got the, two, two the things. Person, the, per, the person being the vlogger. The, okay. There are three. The yeah. camera work. All right. The way the camera looks, and then the music. There you go. Did I guess all three of yours? So, uh, well, mine more specifically are drone shots and jingles. Goddamn drone shots! The the thing about drone shots is that because we were watching a bunch of drone stuff today, or we w- will watch stuff. Like a few weeks ago, I put on a video that was just all drone shots of I think some remote place in Iceland. Yeah, do you remember that? Totally remember that. It it gives me butterflies in my stomach. <clears throat> it's all it's Amazing. like flying above a city. I can love it. If your TV is as big as ours is, uh, so <laughs> IMAX. <laughs> then you feel it like was two hundred and fifty bucks. By the way, we're not really so no. It's not a Roku TV. I think it's like fifty four inches or something. Yeah, but it it's was probably small. It was literally like two fifty. Anyway, um, <laughs> do so you, okay. <clears throat> not to interrupt you, but do you remember when a TV our size was like? Two thousand yeah. dollars at Best Buy. I bought one for, for uh, I think it was. I want to say it was fifteen hundred bucks. What? Uh, like a small one, like the one that we have in our bed, like the ones that we don't use that are in our closet. You bought one of those for fifteen hundred dollars. I, I want to say it was like twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. Th- those are forty inch TVs. No, thirty two. What? Yeah, thirty two. And I was like, dang, it's huge. It, I mean, this was in like 2007. Where'd you get that kind of money in 07? After we got off tour from Animosity. Oh, yeah. That animosity money. The yeah. That's the the tour <laughs> that you guys talk about. Because you made like... We got like, paid. No, it was our headliner. We got paid. Because you made like a decent amount of money on that tour. So yeah. that's like the infamous, damn, that tour. No, it was like when I got home, I'm like, I'm buying a big TV and an yeah. Xbox. Yep. You know, doing my thing. Mm-hmm. So I did that, you know. Is that the most money you've ever brought? Home from tour? From one tour, yeah. Should I say how much it was? No. Yeah, right. It wasn't that much. Keep I mean, it was guessing because it wasn't. It was a good amount. It wasn't that much money. It wasn't that much money, but it, it was a good amount. Yeah. Like that much money, I scoff at it. I know. It, it was. But for one tour, though, it was, and at the time, I'm like 23 or Yeah, when you're 20, know. when yeah. you're 23, that's fucking good money to yeah. come off tour with. Um. So. Anyway, what was I saying? Okay, we so. We made. We've made decent yeah, we've amount, okay. decent amounts of okay. money on tour. We're doing okay. But that was still the best. But that was still the best. So, uh a headlining tour though. Headliner is Yeah, is, that's when you come home with the money. Yeah, headliner is I mean, Jesus. So, Christ. who else was on that uh Animosity headliner? All right. Well, let's we got we're going to come back to the drone and the vlogging. Yeah, we'll come back we'll to come it back in a second. Drones, who else vlogging. was on that tour? Um you had Animosity headlining, mm-hmm. as blood runs black, was the s- direct support. Wow, are they still a band? I don't, I think so. Actually, I I feel like every like few years I hear about them potentially still being a band, but it's not like a continuous yeah. thing. I mean, it's just all about who you follow on the internet. They were on this label. Do you remember that label, Media Scare? 
I know the name, yeah. I wonder what ever happened to that label. They're probably still a label. Probably still knocking about. Yeah, wow. Should I look into it? Here, I'll look into it right yeah, now. Yeah, I wonder. I th- I know that, I think Volumes was the last band that I really knew that was signed to Media Scare. Okay, let's But see they here. were like one of the, the like bigger name uh, labels back in that day and age. Uh, yeah, they had. When I was graduating from high school. Barrier Dead. Oh, sh- really? Uh, Murder. Man, death. I loved I Barrier Dead. I remember I one know. time. Okay, so I went to a Barrier Dead show at House of Bricks in Des Moines before they shut down. Rest in peace. Um, and That's I was crazy. front row oh, no. center for for Barrier Dead. I was front row, and the stage was I was probably about I don't know two feet high. It was right at yeah. at knee level for me. And I got pushed into the stage so hard that I thought my kneecap was going to break because it bent forward. Yeah. It was awful. That's crazy. I got a story about them too. Oh, yeah. um, when they first started, when I was in Hoods, hardcore band, we the first like out-of-state show that I ever played was with them. And I was, I wa- I was literally 17. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could have been younger. And we played this, like, outdoor kind of DIY fest. 18 Visions played. um, Bleeding Through. Um, And Barrier Dead had just formed. Bleeding Through was my shit. Yeah. And Barrier Dead had just formed. And, dude, I probably still, I want to say I still have it. I had, like, their demo with, like, it was like a CDR, like, burned. Whoa. Like, printed out off of a printer. You know. Dude, whoa. I yeah. still remember. And I used to jam it. it was when I would watch another demo you had before I come back to this that we found the other day was BT Bam. You have like the first copy of Colors? No, Alaska. Alaska. I, yeah. yeah. You have like literally one of the first, I think it's a test press or like. It's like when they give the band like five CDs or whatever each. Mm-hmm. Like they, we played some shows with them and I was friends with them. They were like, "Here, we got we got our new album. Here, man, have it." And obviously, I was like, "Wow, this is incredible!" God. But on that, it's super. Shortly, what I will say though is it's super scratched right now. And I know, fuck, I wish you would have. I don't saved think it, it. I don't think it plays. But I mean, we. I still wish it have would it, play because right? we could have sold that shit and made a pretty penny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, kidding. I would. I would, I would have actually kept that. That's a that album was dude. That's like my BT Bam album. Dude. You know, everyone's yeah. oh, everyone loves BT Bam. Yeah. Everyone's got an album. For uh, some no. people, it's Colors. For some people, it's Silent Circus or new I stuff. L- I loved Silent Circus. I'm, I a, actually, I'm in Alaska. I got a story about Silent Circus as well. So <clears throat> with Hoods, shortly after the fest that I'm talking about, we played in Chicago. And, sh- and Hoods were on Victory Records. So um, we went through the like Victory whatever office. And they have a bunch of merch there. And they're like, yeah, go ahead and like take, grab some stuff, you know? And I knew about BT Bam because we, Animosity played their first show in California. Oh, I remember you yeah. saying that. Yeah, totally. And then, and I, and I was, they were, I mean, I even heard about them before that because we used to listen to Prayer for Cleansing, their old band. And then 
I don't know who who all was in that band. Some of them were in that band. Wait, prayer for cleansing. A prayer for cleansing. That's like, are they the? That's the super vegan band. I don't know. I, I really. It was before the internet. Didn't I, I bring I this up to? No, I'm talking <laughs> about Undying. Actually. Yeah, Undying. Undying, yeah, and we like them too. Undying sure. was Tommy's band, right? I think Tommy played guitar. I don't really. I honestly don't. I know they were involved somehow. Anyway, there's like a whole history. Like they are from. They're all nor- northern. Uh, or sorry. Um, North Carolina. North Carolina. I mean, and also Dusty and Blake are from Glass Casket, which is like one of the sickest Glass Casket. So sick. Yeah, a little appreciation. And uh, uh, a dude from Wretched. God, his name, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but the vocalist of Wretched was the vocalist of uh, Glass Casket. So. uh, Uh, God, I can't think of his name. So, uh, hold on. Let me finish this story here. Yeah, sorry. I keep interrupting. Finish my little story. Um. Yeah, we're way off topic here. But we went to the Victory Records uh, office. I don't know why I can't think of the name of that. Anyway, and then we're going through their merch or whatever. And then I don't even think I knew at the time, but I saw the new new BT Bam album that wasn't out yet. And it was Silent Circus. And I was like, I'm going to fucking grab that. Are you kidding me? And then I had a Walkman. Or whatever little CD player. Oh yeah, I was fucking jam that thing. I was like, oh my god, this band is so sick. sick. But we gotta get one of those guys on the podcast. We haven't even. I know. We haven't asked them. It's kind of ridiculous. It's ridiculous because those guys are like the the best. Yeah, and we go some of the best guys. Go way back. Um, but we were talking about Barrier Dead. One of my oldest memories of Barrier Dead is I used to watch like MTV Two all the time because that's what Headbangers Ball was on and Fuse. And I just remember the... I get that beer. That's mine. <laughs> I just remember the... There was a commercial for Barrier Dead on like constantly. for uh, Oh, they had like band I think commercials? The name of the, yeah, I think the name of that song is The Color of Money. I see your wake. Did you see that we are strong? Dun, 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 dun. I see your wake. Did you see we're strong? All make mistakes. And that yeah, that okay, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the hit. so sick, dude. <laughs> so sick. Man, I'm gonna have to go and listen to some Barrier Dead. Jam it. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Uh, but Media Scare. That's what we were talking about. Read the yeah. So read some other got, bands uh, off of Media Scare. I'm I'm, I'm liking this trip down memory. It's funny how I'm always like, all right, we're starting a podcast. What are we gonna talk about? <laughs> and then. Here we are. Here we are. Bleeding through the portrait of the Deep. goddess and uh, this oh, is love. Let me, let me, I'm on this the page is love. Me. This is murderous. We were just talking about a tour or a show with them. I mean, you're probably better suited to read this list because I don't know most of these bands. N- read the bands to me. Old. Um, the ability. These are former bands. I don't know that band. Ambush with an exclamation point. Antagonist no. A D. As blood runs black, a breath a breath before surfacing. Belay my last, dude. Belay my last. You know okay, I, I was talking about them with Zach Owen. Oh, really? Did he yeah. record them or something? He recorded them, and they have one song. I can't remember the name of the EP or the name of the full length, but they have one song that I remember constantly called "One oh. Foot in the Grave." I loved the shit out of that song specifically. It was really good. All right, keep naming the song. Hey, when we're tracking drums next month, we should do a podcast in Zach's studio with Zach. Oh, absolutely. Again, what up? Spoiler alert, we're tracking drums for our full length next month. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, announcement. Okay. A low-key announcement. Um, Betrayal? Uh, I want to say I know of them. I don't now know. known as Runaway Kids. Yeah, definitely don't. Blind Witness. That's I knew like a Blind band, Witness, right? but I never listened to them. Maybe one song. Blood Stands Still. Blood Stands Still definitely knew that band. Burning the Masses. I, oh, I've dude. Heard of that yeah, I mean, dude. Burning the Masses to me is like, that's a classic. Contra. That band sounds familiar. If you guys haven't heard the, which I... I think a lot of you might be around our age, maybe a little younger, maybe a little older, but if you haven't heard these bands, I mean, this to me is like golden they're, age. They're one of those things. It's like golden maybe age. Maybe a little younger, they're maybe a little older. You know, or they're our age. Or you're our age. Covered it all. <laughs> you might be one of those <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> or to this other. podcast. Or you're eternal. <laughs> or you're yeah. dead. Or you're a god and you're listening to this. Or you're a god. You don't have an age. <laughs> <laughs> or you're Atlas and time is your burden. <laughs> or the world is your burden. I feel, that, you know, I feel that. <laughs> the world is your burden, not time. Um Okay, um what what I was gonna say is that <laughs> it took me a second. So yeah, I don't These know. These bands just, to me to like they that, talk about deathcore, right? Deathcore now has become this thing that like isn't the same as what deathcore used to be. So there was the advent of deathcore. A lot of people say that they're the first deathcore band, but I'm going to go with like the first band that I think was actually doing deathcore was kind of fetus. Yeah, I know exactly. Like, Cause it was bands that were death metal and hardcore and hardcore. It That's, wasn't yeah. like some, it wasn't yeah. the genre it is now. It was death metal and hardcore and they sounded a little death metal. They sounded a little hardcore, but it could be a mix of within those two genres like any of the two totally like animosity was animosity deathcore quote-unquote like quote-unquote i mean we're not deathcore the you know like the you're dun, not dun, this dun, new dun, kind dun, of deathcore i think you know, like, jfac may have started this new era of deathcore yeah i know i know i've asked johnny that before you have yeah maybe maybe we should get johnny on the podcast and put him in the hot seat and say i, I said did, did you, you or did deathcore? you not what they definitely did Maybe they didn't start, but they were at the very beginning of is MySpace era deathcore. Granted, they have yeah, grown on, far out of that. Yeah. JFAC, if you haven't listened oh, to... they killed it on MySpace. They dude, the they fucking killed it. They, they might have started the haircuts with... They were the complete package. Totally. They had they the ha- swoopy haircut. They had the you know, girls screaming. They had the swoopy haircut. They were heavy. They had brutal... Tight, skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. A lot of MySpace fans. A lot of MySpace fans. I wonder if Johnny's listening right now. He's going to be well, livid. But what I want to say... Is that <laughs> there may be some people out there who dismissed Job for a Cowboy 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah. You know, there might be some people who are like, they're a MySpace band and they still think that to this day. That, those people are you like guys, 40 though. Yeah, but the you guys, if you do still think that, then you need a reality check because JFAC very quickly yeah, yeah. became like a, a pretty death metal band. And then they, they became even like a progressive death metal band and they've gone through all of these changes as a band i think and they're like definitely not what they started as like the fucking smashing pumpkins like what i was saying earlier everything ebbs, around, ebbs dude, and flows through time what we're talking about here was and, it and yes. we should all allow bands to do that we I should agree. stop getting caught up in like what bands were five years ago or because dude 
most artists are fucking crazy and they like want to move on quickly. They've done this thing yeah, and they're yeah. trying to move forward. You know, uh, they want to do the next thing now. Yeah, which is my like, see, there's, I, I think there can be like a going too far, like, oh, I'm going to do whatever I want, artist type thing, you know? Then you get into Naveen territory. And <laughs> you're like making progressive dubstep. But I don't actually think that's true. <laughs> I think that if you know you, it makes completely logical sense because you you did hoods, you did animosity, you then did flesh rot. And in between like the flesh rot, well, and animals as leaders, obviously. And like in between all of that stuff, you were making electronic cuts a, a lot of people think may think that you started yeah, yeah. making electronic i just music. didn't ever release it i just you made it as a joke it. and sent it to my friends and it yeah. doesn't most of your music is not dubstep yeah most yeah. of your electronic shit not dubstep yeah, i'm just making fun of myself well i know that you are but that. i'm just making an example of how it's easy to like get this picture of what we think a person is but we're not there to experience uh, or exactly. what an artist is but we're not there to experience the the full package so that's why we're creating the vlog yeah because then it's like oh, okay that makes sense i saw on his <laughs> vlog he was going in that direction and i mean you know yeah <laughs> it's true though okay we're not like we started entheos five i think we're at six years now Damn. yeah because it's december so we're like on the sixth anniversary literally um, it's a long time. Uh, and we are definitely not what we started as. No. Definitely not. If We're you half listen, the band we used to be. You know, if you... Well, <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> We're half the band. <laughs> that's fucking good, Naveen. <laughs> okay. But, you know, we... When we started, we had, like, very... We didn't have... We had no fucking... We really didn't know what we were going to make, right? Yeah, we had, we had no, no idea. We're just, we hey, did not start stuff. our band. Know. Like, we didn't come out of, like, development and do our yeah. band. Which is why we screwed up. I don't think... <laughs> I, don't, I honestly think that it's been a really fun experience, kind of, yeah, like, I, like, going obviously. through things and really learning who we are as a band because it's a lot... Or just learning who we want to be as a band because it's allowed us to make a lot of shit that sounds a lot different than I, than the other thing. Wait, 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 wait till these people hear the, the new album we're working on. Yeah, it's I'm really excited. Uh, going to be a, you know, we're, somewhat of a curveball. We're biased, but I think yeah. that it's the best material we've made. Oh, the new stuff, totally. The, you know what? I'm embarrassed about our old stuff. I can't stand it. So it's all about this new shit that's coming out, dude. It's crazy. I'll play our old stuff. That's but, for sure. Okay, do you want to keep going down the list of these bands, or do you want me to get no, back? No, I want to know some more of the bands because people on here like metal. It's crazy. Yeah, they like music. I know we're posers over here. Posing. We need to bust. Now we're we're giving me a <laughs> dude. Have I talked about the group of boys who are the hottest group of boys in my school in elementary? Every school? time I go over this list, you sidetrack. And they track. called themselves the Jinko Boys. Damn. And they were hot. Dude, they were the sexiest kids. But I was in elementary school, and so they were in, we were each 10. <clears> and they were the hottest kids. Right. They were the hottest guys in school. They were just cool. They were like, whoa. I dated one. You, you dated? Yeah, I got I caught me a drink. What was a date like? Roller uh -huh. rink, or what are we talking here? No, we're talking like under the table at fifth grade. Like, let's go on a date. Let's we didn't kiss. No, we might have kissed at like our fifth grade graduation party. I think that was our kiss. Damn, it's getting hot and steamy in here, Jenny. Got it was like a. 
I don't want to hear any more about it, dude. It's making me jealous. <laughs> As it should. Yeah, I don't like this. I'm going to find these Jinko boys. I honestly think I broke up with one Jinko boy for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> A Jinko trifecta. A Jinko love triangle. Uh, but all right, can I get back to these fucking... Dude, that's like, that would be a great limited, uh, or what's the, Lifetime should pick that up after their fucking Colonel Sanders with Mario Lopez movie. Uh, I, thought, I thought that was a joke. When the you next thing me. should be the Jinko boy movie. Hold on. Jinko love triangle. I'm going to make a note of this. I think we should write a movie That could be the that. episode title. <laughs> Jinko sure. love triangle. <laughs> Oh, the very All least. right, let's talk about the list. Some right, more. Here we go. Ready to change the topic? Uh, <laughs> Who wore Jinkos? I'm going to need. A, I had some. A, if you wore Jinkos, comment below. All right, Cheney, I got the list <laughs> pulled up. Okay. That's what happens when I'm one and a half drinks in. What was the one? Oh, the, we had some whiskey. Honestly, I'm like 0.8 drinks in. Yeah, I'm. Hold on. I got to switch out of here. No, tell me. For those of you who don't know, I I am a mixologist. Come from a lo long line of drink mixers. <laughs> you and your dad. Well, my grandpa sometimes he puts a, li a lime in his vodka. Naveen's grandfather every day, four p.m. on the dot. Four p.m. on the fucking dot, he drinks a glass of vodka. And that's it. Isn't that how we all should? Just live? one though. It's, not, it's never more than that. It's never more. Never, never less. Never more. Never less. Just the one. Always one. Yeah. Every. Every day of his yeah. life. Yeah. I, I wonder if he still does it. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Probably. Yeah. All right. We'll read the list. But anyway, I made this drink uh, right here for Cheney, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's a little festive holiday now. drink. It's got oat milk in it. Yep. It's oat milk, uh, ginger, uh, root, some <coughs> um, cinnamon. Wait, is it ginger and, and root? No, I'm or just kidding. Just it's, ginger root? It, it, it does have oat milk, but it's also Bailey's and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jameson. Turmeric. That's it. It's not good for you. It's not good for you. Um, It's good for your spirits. Yeah. It's good for your emotions temporarily. I don't think so. I was thinking about how, you know, alcohol. Okay. So we were watching Workaholics. Yeah. On Workaholics, they're like drunks. But if no drunk ever got like uh, angry or upset and started crying about their past yeah, it's like the when they got wasted. So it's like all the fun parts of being a, an alcoholic. And I was like, wouldn't the world be actually greater if that's how alcoholics were? Yeah, it's called tour. I don't know. Tour gets <laughs> dark sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I've seen tour go bad. I've been in it going bad situations. Do you want to tell me about it? I mean, I don't know. Just, just you know, it's like, oh, the sun has been up for a while. <laughs> We should probably... And I'm awake. Yeah. And there's no prospect of me going to bed. Though one of the most fun nights probably go to on sleep. tour... So we were in Austin, I think, like a year ago. Because we're fucking so deep. We'll talk campus. about the this list in a second. but We might not. We were, in, we were in Austin about a year ago, and our friends... So the next day we had off, so our friends came to party with us. And we, like, had a show at Come and Take It. And then we went and partied. We went to downtown Austin. And then we went to a house party of someone's house we didn't know. Oh, this is the last tour we were on? The last tour we were on with Betraying the Martyrs. And we all went to a house and partied. And it was so much fun. And we stayed up all night. And at the end of the night, I think you'd gone to sleep. And Travis had gone to sleep. Because I was on my health, like, 
you're you're jacked but i was too i was on i was super jacked but this day i was like i'm gonna go to bed this this. day i wanted to take off because because jessica and andy were there and and i'm like jessica is my girl and you know i was trying to stay up all night and hang out with her good time and um so are the guy who was filling in for base uh on base for us tim and me kind of stayed up all night with the vocalist from Betraying the Martyrs and the guitar player. And there was a house down the street from the party that was being built. But the whole frame, like everything had been basically built, but they were going in to start putting siding on and everything. So it was open. You know what I mean? Like it was all yeah, wood. Yeah. Framed and, and drywall. <clears throat> and drywall. Yeah. So we found <clears throat> a way to climb up to the roof. So we all like climbed up through the stairs and got onto the roof of oh, this I didn't house. Know it was an unfinished house. It was an unfinished oh, okay. house, That's and sick. we sat on the roof and watched the sun come up. And we were drinking and like watching the sun come up, and it was one of the best Damn. moments of tour. It was one of those moments when you're like, "Wow, h- how in the fuck did I yeah. like get to do this?" It's one of those moments where you're like, "Wow, how come I don't have a drone right now? How come I don't have this? a drone?" <laughs> <laughs> all right, keep reading that list. That was such a fun night. Yeah, for but, me, you I know, that was—I like, think that was the only night I drank on that tour. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe one of two nights. Yeah, I drank. I drank a little bit that day, and then, I mean, sometimes for me, I'll just get to a point where I'm like, okay, I've had a f- bunch of drinks. It's like nothing else cool is going to happen. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm since. the type that I can stay up and like have conversations and hang out all night. Yeah, I, I can too, but uh, it just depends. Yeah. Whether or not they're poppers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not, but I am. <laughs> All right, you want you want to get back to these bands? Yeah, right I want to know about the bands. Here, hold on a second. Uh, this is what's known as dead air. Okay, here we go. It's a great thing about a fucking podcast, man. You can have dead air. That's why we're here. Howard Stern invented that. Did he really? Yeah, he kind of invented the podcast. I think he invented dead air. The aspect, the or idea just being of dead goofy. air. And did he invent like doing this? Hello, party's here. Like the, his little sound guy, you know, with I the drops don't and know. stuff. I mean, I don't know because it seems like I don't know when radio DJ started doing that stuff. I, I don't know. I'd be interested to know. Me too. If someone could let us know, uh, or I'll let us know below, on. comment below, or email us at coppercrabpodcast yeah. like, at gmail dot com. Yeah. Also, you do that and. I don't think I've ever said this before, but you know what? You guys should subscribe to the YouTube. Hit like. Comment. Hit ring the bell or whatever the fuck these kids are doing these do days. It all. Go do it for our band, too. If, you're feeling, if you're feeling like giving back, go yeah. subscribe like, to our band. Because we're actually trying to do this a lot. This is our thing. We like it. We decided, hey, we're in. Yeah, we like doing we're it. We're 35. We're all in on this. I'm Chase not, not 35. I'm not but 35. This is it for us. So, you know, we're going to be doing it regardless. It doesn't matter. But we it'd do be like cool if you it. guys, it'd you be know, a lot cooler share it, if you did. Share it with a friend who you think might be into it. Yeah. We have cool guests coming up. I don't want to give it away, but we have some cool guests coming up. We're friends with a lot of people who are like really badass. So we could potentially we get are. them on there too. We truly are. <laughs> but back to this list here. Humble. <laughs> Humbleness. No, I'm. I'm. I don't think it's not humble to say that I'm friends with people who are great. I mean, True. All the glorious. We thing. are friends with a lot of great people who are taking a lot of uh, good right. chances in this world. Uh, creations. Kind of a cool name. 
Never heard of them. What, made uh, I wonder if that was like on the first end of the, you know how like there was a an explosion where every band was a pluralized pluralized name. I've yeah. been in one called Systems. That's true. You guys are sick. I should play you guys right now. Please don't. I won't. But you guys should check out Systems. Somebody hey, if you guys want a Systems EP. Holler at your girl. Holler at your girl. There might be a couple shirts laying around too. Don't order a shirt. <laughs> don't do Why? that. Because the last time someone ordered a shirt, I had to go through. Hunt um, it down and everything. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Don't order a shirt. Do don't not order a shirt. Order but do an order shirt. an EP. <clears throat> order an Enthio shirt from Nightshift. Okay, d- the demonstration. That's a good Drab Majesty album. The Ghost Inside. I've oh, heard dude, of them. Yeah, Hundredth. Oh, here's a funny story about The Ghost Inside, okay? So, something I haven't really, I don't know if I've talked about it that much on this podcast, but I grew up, my my stepdad is who is my father, okay? So, I've never met my real dad. I never will. He's deceased. Um, when I was maybe 20 or 20, maybe I was 19, I found out that I had a sister and a little brother. And my sister, Rainy, weird that her name rhymes with mine, I know. My sister. So, Ra- hold on a second. <coughs> you met... Your, I met my sister. Yeah, someone who who you didn't know was your sister until I had you no were, idea. I actually it just so turns out that her name is, is Rainy, Rainy and, and she's, yours is Cheney. She's like eight months younger than me, maybe five. She's a little younger than me, but we the, our moms I think were definitely probably pregnant. It overlapped a little bit, but um, I found out that I had a sister because her friend got a hold of me on MySpace and said, hey, I think that you and my friend might have the same biological father. Anyway. Wait, how did that person have that hunch? Um, I think that she knew through Rainy. I think that Rainy was aware of me. I was not aware of her. Oh. Uh, um, and they're like, I don't know, Chaney, Rainy, or my, it rhymes. You it guys rhymes. Kinda look alike. You guys you might be hair. sisters. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, brown hair. We actually do look alike. Uh, her little brother, my, you know, my little brother and I look a little more alike, I think. But we look alike. Uh, anyway, so Rainy and I met. And one of the first times we hung out was <clears throat> my band was opening a Ghost Inside show. Oh, wow. And Crazy. yeah, it was awesome. But we each, I think because, I don't know, I think this is something that happens a lot in my life when I meet someone or back then when I was really young, when I met someone I was drinking. Okay, so we were like doing it up. Okay. I think I took 12 shots of tequila that day because my band was opening the show, so I got discounted drinks. At Vaudeville? No, it was in Iowa City. It was uh, at um, Gabe. Nah. God, it was at one. Blue Moose. It was at Blue Moose Tap House. Because that was legit how Vaudeville came Okay, so I must have been drinks. 21 yeah. because I was getting drinks. So like a couple of years ago, two, three years ago. So what were you saying? It's legit. What's it was legit how vaudeville, I mean, you know, we played, <laughs> you play a lot of venues on tour and you will c- come to notice they're not always the most hospitable. Right. It's a hard fact. But like, so when you come through a venue and they're like, yeah, it's like band drink, they're two bucks or I don't know, however much it was, half price or it's like. Or their drink tickets. Yes. Like not every venue gives drink tickets to the bands. Or drink tickets or. No matter how big your band is. I mean, you'll get a bottle. It depends. I'm saying when you're playing like dives, dive bar Mm -hmm. status. Yeah. 
you usually don't get anything. So when the bar True. is just kind enough to give the bands half off, or it's whatever, a it's celebration. Fucking cool, man. It's a celebration, yeah. and you know, and you're over there like a b- big baller, like how we met. Dude. Speaking, that's of, why. Speaking uh, of vaudeville, though, yeah, go ahead. I'm big baller. Where they're like, yeah, they're two bucks. On, I'm like, I got, I got this. You know, it's six bucks for. Especially a round of for you coming from San Francisco to Iowa. Yeah, dude. San Francisco, every drink here is like twelve. Well. Not where we live. Here, drinks are like $7, but in SF, drinks are like not at, 12 at, Not at fucking uh, <coughs> JJ's, dude. JJ, JJ's, JJ's like has Des Moines yeah. prices, reminiscent Legit. of Des Moines. Des Moines yeah. vibes. That's like a drinker's bar, you know, like an alcoholic's oh, yeah. bar. Alcoholics <laughs> as fuck. But, dude, rest in peace, Vaudeville. It makes me really sad, and I don't think it's going to actually occur to me that that yeah. venue is closed until I go... Back to Des Moines. But, you know, I grew up in, ho- like, I played House of Bricks a lot. I played People's Court a lot. And Harry Mary's, I never got to play, but it's a venue I went to. But Valet or just, or Vaudeville just has, like, so much nostalgic meaning to me. It was yeah. where you and I met. I don't know. Then the following, you know, we met. And then a year later, we moved in together. I moved in with you in L.A. And then I did merch on the first animals as leaders headliner. I did merch for uh, animals and we went back through vaudeville on that tour. So it was almost like bringing it full circle. And then with Entheos, we went back and played vaudeville. It was the last place I saw my friend Curtis before he died. I spent a ton of good time. You know, I've just spent so much of my life there and I would, I would actually really like to talk to those guys and get them on the podcast. Maybe if we go to Des Moines. Yeah. <clears throat> that place just means a lot to me. So knowing that it's not going to be there, I'll never get a, I mean, maybe I'll get to go to a show under new ownership. I don't know. I hope I do. I hope so too. Maybe, maybe we'll buy it. You know, I, I wish, it, I wish. I just hope it doesn't turn into like a Domino's or something. Well, I hope it's not knocked down. I hope it's not super gentrified and made into, yeah, Domino's or an apartment complex or something that's like ear, uh, uh, irreconcilable. <clears throat> Well, that's the thing about this world, you know. It's uh, things come into existence and they go. They stay for a while, and then they go. Nothing is forever. It's true. Uh, so let's go back down that list. Well, you were saying actually when you went to vaudeville, you met Rainey. No, oh, that at the Ghost Inside show. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. We cleared that one up. Um, so obviously, I have a lot of memories attached to media scare. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Inside. Okay. <laughs> Hundredth, I read that already. Yeah, hundredth is a dude. Hundredth put out a sick record this year. The guitar player looks cool. He's got leg tattoos. They, they uh, recorded it with Sam Pura. Oh, nice. So are they more of like a rock kind of deal? Um, I did not listen to their music in the past. I think that they were like a melodic hardcore type band, but this is like electro pop types. It's almost it's it. It's kind of um, like a turnover-ish, but it's really okay. good. It's That's really awesome. good. I should actually check it out then. It Prevails. A lot of my friends were way into that band. They're on Stay Sick now. King Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw them. Isn't It's just King Conqueror, right? Oh, Conqueror. Yeah, yeah, sorry. My bad. Saw them a few times. King Conqueror. Uh, the Last of Our Kind. Mm, don't know that. Lionheart. Yeah, Lionheart I saw a few times. They're a hardcore band. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them for sure. Oh, they're from 
Oakland. They, I was going to say, aren't they from like Sacramento? But they're from Oakland. Crazy. I wonder if they've tracked with Zach. I know that name. Yeah, they might, they probably have. Lose None. Martyrdom. The Messenger. The Miles Between. <coughs> the Prestige. Truth and Its Burden. Redeemer. Red Shore. I've seen Redeemer. The Sheds. Damn, the sheds? Like, I wonder if they're talking about, like, shedding or, like, the multiple sheds. Ska punk band from Agora Hills. Hmm. Sovereign Strength. Christian Hardcore from Lancaster, California. Stand Your Ground. Yeah. Another Christian Hardcore. Suffocate. I know them. Suffocate. No, dude, Suffocate. Yeah. Suffocate with a K? Yeah. Dude, their vocalist just started a new band. Or... He wasn't like their little, he was one of their vocalists, Ricky Hoover. Sick as fuck. Nice. People may remember him because he used to have like big uh, stretched plugs. ears, huge plugs. But he just started a new band called Of Sulfur that I think is going to be sick. There you go. Chaney knows what's up here. <laughs> all right. Uh, you want to get some more of this? Were those all the bands? No. Volumes. Okay. Volumes. We oh, know where that. Them. Yeah. And then with Dead Hands Rising. Wow, yeah, with Dead Hands Rising, those are, uh, so... Those are Minnesota, right? Minnesota, and my friends uh, Dan and Alex were in that band, and now they're in a band called Reaping Asmodea. So I've, like, maybe some of you guys have heard about Reaping. If you haven't, go check them out. They're on Prosthetic. They're, like, a technically death metal band. They're yeah. sick. I've known those guys. We go I way think back. our last show was with them? That Des Moines show? I mean, yeah, that yeah, show? yeah. And actually, or did we play Mexico after that? No, we played Mexico before the Betraying the Martyrs tour. Actually, the first tour I ever went on was with Reaping Asmodea um, with my old band from Citizen to Soldier. So the tour that you quit? No. Where you were like, take me back home, I'm not doing it. No. That was a tour that I did not go on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I told them to take me the fuck home. <laughs> what happened there? Um... The drummer and I just like something <laughs> happened and he called me a bitch on the way to tour. And I was like, I'm not going on fucking tour with someone who's yeah. going to call me a bitch. Like You're this like, is I'll already what a bitch looks like. It's already a shot situation. Yeah. <laughs> so I went right back home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I was an hour away from home. I think I was probably 18 when that happened. But That's shortly right. after I went on tour with these, two, these toothpicks are great. I really recommend them. Is that the rest? Is that the whole list? That's the that's the. Uh, so as you guys can see, I have I know a lot. Former <laughs> about this shit. Media scare bands. Okay. So yeah, that's that. Wow. Um, so back now, let's get back to the vlog. <laughs> yeah, right. let's go back to it. So, let, I let us know, let us know if you guys have any memories of those bands because those are I I knew of a lot of those bands. Saw a lot of them back in the day. Here's another thing. I got uh, gifted this from a client of mine. <clears throat> she got me this bottle of bourbon right here. So I'm I'm it's beautiful. cutting loose, getting a little bit of that. And it's freaking really good. You know what's funny? Is how people who drink amazing. bourbon or whiskey and I do the same shit. They pour that much at a time, but they always drink a whole cup's yeah. full. You're like, oh, I'm just going to taste it. I'm just going to have yeah. a little bit. I just want to... Get the flavor. No know? one only drinks that much. <laughs> it's really good, though. I mean, I honestly haven't really 
drank whiskey in a in a while. I guess maybe a, whiskey in a while. Uh, I, I drank some at, at Thanksgiving. Seems like a country song. Yeah. Whiskey in a while. <laughs> I need a uh, a country music drop on the board. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get that going. Maybe that song that Ben Savage showed me. Oh God. <laughs> Little known fact about me though, I fucking love country music. I know. I I actually do too because. Well, I think it's kind of out here in California. Your uh, main thing you're gonna get is like, "Oh, country sucks." Da da da. It's terrible. Blah blah. blah. But like, it's kind of like that dried beer smell. You know, it's it's similar. It's comforting. You know, oh, you're on camera. Oh shit. <laughs> Cheney smokes weed, everybody. Was- um, <laughs> Selling me out. I got a big mouth, dude. That's my problem. Anyway, um, it's like. There's nothing like like walking into a flying J and there's country on. Oh. And you there's, know what and I mean, there's, dude? Okay, it's here's so a dream. Awesome, dude. Here's a dream. Okay. You pull up with your van to the flying J gas pump. Oh. It's it's briskly cold, not yeah, a not uh, yeah. a freezing cold winter yeah. day, it's not a super like, hot day. You have a hoodie on and you're comfortable yeah. and you have your laminate around your neck and you're just You're in flip flops. You're in yeah. flip flops. Yeah. Preferably Adidas. You're walking inside. You get in there. You're greeted by the fresh smell of lice of of pine saw that's been just mopped along the floors. I know. They're and then ripping. you look to your right, and what is it? It's in a case. It's a fresh cheese pizza. Oh, just a f- fresh flying J cheese pizza. And what's on oh, the radio? I love that. Is that <clears throat> Garth Brooks? I hear. I it's fucking is that the Thunder Rolls that I hear? <laughs> And then you you go to the bathroom and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, what a day. Uh, it's just, that's living, dude. That's you know, living. The, the open road, man. I, I miss it, dude. I tell you what. Get your motor running. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, dude. I, I've said this before and the formula for me is one year. After <laughs> one year, man. One long year. One long year. There's nothing going to be left of the world. It'll be cinderade, and God will have to pick out what he's going to take home out of the hashes. Out of the hashes. <laughs> you know what's funny? Last week after we played that clip like 35 times, we went and watched The Wild and Wonderful Whites. Wait, that was... Bef- I've made that clip before we watched it? Yes, you made it for the Damn. podcast, and then I was like, can we go watch The Whites? It's about that time. Yeah, because I was like, we need some Jesco White clips on here. If you guys Seriously. haven't seen The Wild and fucking Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, then stop what you're doing. Go to what yeah, was I, it on? Prime I Video. Was, I think yeah. I had to pay $3 to watch it this time. Whatever, it's worth it. And what I want to know is where's the update? I need the update, dude. Things like 10 years old now. You know, it's it's a it's a really funny movie and it's made because it's funny for sure. But it's really like an interesting look at what just, happens in our culture, in separate cultures, separate regions or separate places where people just kind of get stuck in the the day to day, yeah. The we're gonna do this, and this is what we do. And that's so cool about traveling and being on tour is, it's kind of like the slice of life movie or whatever. But you're like there, you know, and you're just. Um, there's nothing. You're like an it, observer. You know? like it. But I think it takes for me. It takes one the year. Watch. After a year, I'm like, all right, man, I'm ready to fucking do this. I think year. it took me about a year and a half. <clears throat> Yeah, it's been longer than a year, but I mean, after a year, that's usually when Naveen's about ready to go. Rip so, it are up. you ready to go rip it up right now? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that's why we're we've been talking about doing these van trips so much. Like, 
because shows aren't happening or whatever, but we want to go hit the road and do kind of like our own little travel vlog, dude. Yeah, you know I think it'd be cool. That's what I'm trying to do. So I, because I was, I unearthed the videos of me working on the van. So that's going to be vlog number one. We're going to put it out this Sunday. So we're going to put this Sunday. We're going to put these vlogs out like our stuff that's not musical, musically related. Yeah. I mean, we might put some clips of us work working on music and this stuff, but the long like musical clips will be on the Entheos channel. So if you want to see that stuff, then go like be a part of that channel, subscribe to it. Yeah. But on this channel, we're going to put random stuff. Yeah, we're going to put the other stuff we're interested in because you and I, along with the fact that we both like playing and we both play all kinds of instruments and enjoy doing that. We both are interested in all kinds of things. Yeah. And we want to share that stuff with you guys because we talk about it all on the podcast. So we want to give you like, you know. That slice of life. That slice of life. Maybe 15, maybe 10, sometimes 30 minutes worth of just video of showing you guys like what we talk about. So the first thing that we're going to put up is Naveen working on the van, which I, it's amazing because I did not work on the van at all. Yeah, and I had some time lapses. I got all kinds of cool stuff. And I, I, I just didn't even really think about it much because I, I sort of was just doing it like, hey, maybe I'll use this one day. And I just had my GoPro and I was like, hey, what up, everybody? You know, I'm doing blah, blah, blah. I'm calling it Coco. It was kind of like, some of it was actually kind of funny. Totally. <laughs> and then uh, when I was, I just didn't even think to go review it. You know, I haven't, I haven't watched it. Yeah. And then today really? I was like, yeah, you never watched I, I never it. watched it until you were watching it with me this morning. Yeah. So I was wow. like, wow, dude, I totally, I totally remembered like working on the van every day and everything. And it was so cool. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to cut some more videos cause cause I, I left off before I finished it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll just do that real quick, but we're going to, we're going to put out a vlog. And, you know, that stuff, we want to share that stuff with you guys. We talk about it. We obviously are totally. down to share. And I think that, And just you know, more shit that we can do that's, you know, uh, more stuff that we can put out, I think is good. Yeah. Well, and I think that like 10, 15 years from now, if we were to reflect on this time of our life, it would be so cool to be able to like go back and watch a 15 minute video that's like, here's Naveen. Doing the van. Yeah. Because now we've been talking a little bit about, uh, you know, um, expanding the van a bit to make it a little more comfortable and, ca- you know, for us to go on on trips yeah. in the future. Because what we did notice in going on that Portland trip is that even though Naveen had some work stuff in the van, I think that it would really benefit us to have like um, a heightened ceiling. That's yeah, we're, something we're that we totally want to do. We're totally going in, dude. We're doing way more shit on the Yeah, van. so we want to like fully build yeah, out the van. We're, we're going in, dude. It's we did down. discuss buying a Sprinter, but I think that, you know, all things considered, we own the van outright, and Naveen has all, already done so much work on it that I think, I think really what we saw is yeah. what it's going it, to, it's a three inch difference between our van and. The ProMaster. The ProMaster. Yeah, so, I mean, and then like, between our van and a Sprinter, it's... It's a considerable amount. It's a considerable amount, Double but feet. I think that we can make it, yeah. you know, work. Considering we already have... A, I mean, it's a difference of like $20,000. So yeah, like, so we're saving we some money that way because, you know, then that way when we do go out and do these trips, we will we will have money to fund and it. And, um, you know, our van's got sold. I'm just saying. Coco, yeah. we're going to sell Coco. I don't know. 
I'm down with that. I know. I, I, I'm attached. It really did start to bother <laughs> me to think about like, well, you know, after all of this work on Coco and, and us talking about Coco. So yeah, much, we sold it's like, it. We're not going to take Coco out. No, like dude, on a longer trip than Portland? Coco wants, actually, I'm taking Seems Coco silly. to the mechanic in the morning. i got to get up at 7. I have to get up at 7, too, so the cat will wake uh, us up. Uh, but anyway, let me bring this on home. So what I was saying is uh, we got that done, but I wanted to make um, a vlog for Entheos, right? But I realized on tour I just have too many responsibilities i'm driving i'm loading in dah, dah, dah. i just can't do it yeah that's why we're gonna maybe hit the road and all i'll be doing is vlog shit and working on music we're also gonna have our van outfitted with a fucking studio yeah studio ready baby so we're thinking about doing some trips where we just go make music and we just uh go to beautiful places and cool areas and, and we, sh- we do share a travel channel you, you know maybe <laughs> netflix travel channel wants to pick it up i don't know i, I don't know <laughs> I don't have my hopes up. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, so we want to share that stuff with you guys. And uh, yeah, we think it'll be fun. And so check out the vlog this Sunday. I'm sure if you aren't, if you haven't hit that little bell to get notifications, then yeah. Sunday our Coco Bolo vlog is going to go up. So if you guys are interested in like building out a van at all, one thing that Naveen did do is he built out our van for incredibly cheap. Yeah, it was, I've spent about, a thousand bucks maybe and to be honest with you if it was one person that's the setup like that would be totally fine because we're two people and if we go out for like a week or two it's gonna we we need like a place for our clothes and a place for you know it's two people sweet baby yeah our baby so it's a we want to like make it comfortable um so that's our we're gonna bring you guys along on the journey i know and also I think we're going to wrap, but I like thank you guys so much for paying attention to what we do. It's like awesome. Really? It means a lot to us. Because like, we were kind of like, all right, fuck the podcast. You know, let's just do something else. And like, I'm so glad that there was a, enough people that were like reminded us about how cool it is to do it. Seriously. Yeah. Because I freaking love doing it. And like today I was so happy to sit down and I don't know, it just felt great, you know? It's just like, this is awesome. And it's really because people encouraged us to do it. You know, it's it not like I'm really is. a little like court jester or something. It's just sometimes you forget, you know? And I mean, earlier we were talking about, you know, to encourage your friends and, and that that's really important. And what you say to people mm-hmm. can stick with them. You guys encouraging us and all of the like cool comments that we get every week and all of the really meaningful, meaningful, heart filled emails that you guys send us and messages it's it really has driven this podcast it's really driven us to like continue to share this stuff with you guys and it really like i don't i can't explain how much it means to us and the fact that you guys are here and hanging out with us you are our homies you're our friends like this is a this it's awesome man and we're gonna so the year's not over yet. I know some of you asked us about our favorite albums. We're going to bring... We want to give it a lot of thought. So we're going to yeah. bring it to you before the end of the year. Listen uh, to Thou and Emma Ruth Rundle, though. All right, y'all. See you next week. Love Peace. you guys. Have a good week. <laughs>